Milo. Yeah, mate. Who's Milo? Fucking Milo. I, I maybe I missed this. <laughs> Milo, you know him. You need the connect. Let yeah. me find him. Milo connect. <laughs> you go find him. Oh, Project Milo. <laughs> Milo, isn't it, mate? Oh, I see. Oh, yeah. This this weird. Yeah, yeah. that's him. Yeah, I I I repressed that memory. <laughs> that weird. Why do I think boy. he was talking to Peter Molyneux? Oh, it is it is Peter Molyneux? He did fucking do it. <laughs> that's why, because it is fucking Peter Molyneux. Welcome, friends, to Tanked Up, the podcast about video games and beer. I'm one of your hosts, Ben. It's two, episode 299, and I'm here with Lucy. We're almost there, Ben. I know. It's getting close. We've, I think we've, we've de- you decided that for episode 300, Adel's going to join us from Canada. <gasps> We're that's alone the back big, for that's one episode the big only. party. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, yeah. He's, he's, you know, maybe he's not even coming back. Maybe he's just coming back for that episode. He's going to stay in Canada forever. Who knows? Wouldn't blame him. Wouldn't blame him. <laughs> um, let's open some beers up. Uh, we're going to have a little bit of a shorter show uh, tonight because it's the two of us, and I think we've just had busy, busy weeks, and we haven't managed to play very much. Um, and obviously, nothing has happened in the world of video games to discuss in any way at all either. Um, so Lucy, what are you going to be opening up <laughs> first? I had a illustrious friend Callum in mind when mm. I was buying uh, some beers the last time, and keeping hold of my promise to try more Boundary beers, I bought a beer from Boundary, and nice. this is called More of a Phenomenon. It's an IPA, six uh, percent. And it says, an IPA dry hopped with 16 uh, grams per litre of Nelson Sovin and Citra. Uh, Contains barley, wheat, oats, and that's it. Yeah, 6% IPA. Nice. So, we'll see. Uh, I always always say that, "Mm, Boundary Biz have this... I don't know, like this slightly grainy kind of taste to them sometimes that I feel. It's just like... I don't know mm. whether it's the it's just the way that the visceral can art works on the front where they've got mm. their very grungy <laughs> yeah. images on the front and you taste it and you're like this is like the image on the Maybe can it's how it's, yeah, yeah how have they managed to just burn that into my mind yeah. before I've uh, drunk it Maybe um, it's like the yeast they use or something their house yeah, yeast yeah 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 mm. We'll but see. I know exactly what you mean. I know exactly what mm. you mean with those with, mm. with boundary. Uh, for me, I've got a bit of a big boy. Uh, mm. I've got a beer from our friends at Vault City. Um, a double maple triple chocolate blueberry s'more at ten percent. That's a lot of um, words. It's a, it is a lot of words. A lot of good um, words, but a lot of words. Vault City do put on a lot of uh, or a, a little bit of flavour text on the back. It's obviously, it's a sour beer, um, but it says light a campfire. And wrap up warm. This is one to enjoy in the fleeting sunlight. 
very fleeting right now. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It was very sunny today for me, very sunny, like all day. It was, it was. I even had to wear a cap in the car when I was driving around because it was just, sun was like here, right in my face. Mm. (laughs) Um, Fresh and vibrant Scottish blueberries cut through decadent layers of rich marshmallow, maple and chocolate. Um, I've had this sat in the uh, fridge for... Not, not a huge amount of time, a couple of weeks mm. maybe, um, okay. f- looking for the right time to, to drink it. And I thought, well, if yeah. we're doing something a little bit shorter, maybe maybe it's time to bust it out. Um, ooh, wow. Smell. I mean, yeah, just, yeah. Just, just even when I cracked the cap just that little bit, it was just like, <laughs> just absolutely hit. What was it? It's, in, it's almost this like m- hazelnutty kind of instant sort of flavour. Oh. I'll, I'll explore that in a moment. We'll, we'll come back to you for the boundary, Lucy. Yeah, same. Like as soon as I crack that can, the smell, just just lovely. He's getting that citra, like the tropical fruity notes on it, and it's just mm. smells gorgeous. I've just been going back, just sticking my nose in it because yeah, that smells so good, so fresh. But uh, yeah, it's it's not. I don't know if it's because my glass is cold, well the beer's cold and condensation, but it's quite clear. Um, mm. Not not all the way transparent, but pretty close um pause yeah really nice i guess mm, it's it's in the middle between i guess it's darker sh- darker than straw but it's it, it, a bit orangey very light orange but yeah that smell that's what you want like when you just got that just lovely smell to a bit it just invites mm-hmm. you in you can taste the nelson sovin in that mm got a very like vinous and earthy kind of taste to it nice i'm getting that way more at the moment getting that way more than like any fruit or citrus at the moment mm. going for another sip yeah that is that's a really nice beer it's 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 thin as well mm. Not in a bad way, but it's very light. It's extremely light, light bodied, for six percent as well. It's like, wow! You, you could tell me that's a, you know, I wouldn't go as far to say a table beer, but it's it is really, really, really thin. That's interesting. In a nice way, a very refreshing, crisp way. Hmm. Because uh, boundary beers, not always, but you usually find mm-hmm. they have a bit more of viscosity to them. They they're, they're that little yeah. heavier. Absolutely, and. This one doesn't have it, and I, I think maybe that has minimised that kind of like, like slightly grainy taste that mm. I, I get from them because I'm not picking it up as much here at all. Like, it, it's very, it's very not sharp in like kind of like it's sour or something like that, but very, you know, straight to the point. It's very thin. It just, it just goes right through. It's, there's no coat in your mouth or anything. It's just. Yeah. It just gets across those flavors, especially the Nelson Sovin, like really quickly. It, as I say, it's got a very, like, slightly earthy, vinous kind of taste to it, which is mm-hmm. really nice. It, it, it's working well with like a little bit of citrus, a little bit of orange underneath. Yeah. I guess it's like, you know, people have like natural orange wines or something like that. This is this is what that. Well, it's even got the color. It's a lot. Yeah. It, it's it's really good. It's really good. I'm nice. really impressed. Um, 
Let me go for another sip, see if I get mm. anything else. I think I think what I'm probably wanting a bit more of is a bit of bitterness mm-hmm. at the end. So I'm not getting that at the moment. Okay. It's it's hard for a bitterness to kind of develop when we sort of mm. uh, try and sit on top of the beer and think, well, what else am I going to get out of this? Bitterness is usually mm-hmm. not one of those things um, that, that kind of mm. develops later on. You might get a few different uh, fruits and things as stuff starts to settle and and sort of the ripeness kind of comes down that little bit. But, yeah, bitterness never yeah, think, usually just appears, does it? Yeah, unless it's really bitter and it's like, wow. Yeah. But, um, and it's something that you can lose over time as you get acclimated to it, so, yeah, mm. I know what you mean. Um, yeah, I, th- I, I think maybe when it warms up, uh, that, that bitterness will show a bit more, but there's definitely something on the end. I don't know if it's just more of that very vinous kind of taste to it but yeah that, that's a really lovely beer it's it's so light and refreshing it, it feels like a summer beer um yeah it, i'm enjoying this so perfect callum i see you <laughs> i've done it callum <laughs> that's it he just sends beers over to the uk yeah. we, we, we can get them here still i know he gets them mm-hmm. nice and nice and fresh yeah, from boundary yeah. um being not far from them um and a beer that I think doesn't need to be fresh. Um, mm. I think this Vault City, and lots of Vault City beers have, have, have an incredibly long shelf life to them. Um, this has a best before date of September of 2023. So it can sit and sit and sit and sit. I think mm. obviously from the bottle shop, I got it from the shelf rather than from um, the fridge. Well, I did. I did chill it. Yeah, I did chill it down um, for this evening, but it's, it's it wasn't in the fridge for for long. Um, I don't know whether Vault City put on a um, any kind of indication about temperature um, that it should be drank mm-hmm. out or anything. No, nothing, which is fine. And just just to interject, I am getting that bitterness now. Are you so nice? Okay, it's coming good, full good. circle. It's a very good bit. Continue. <laughs> um, I mean, from back here, it, it could almost be mistaken for a sort of a, a very light porter. Um, mm. You know, it's black, but when yeah. you when you get a little bit closer, it's just got that red, lovely red sort of tint to it, a little brown and red yeah. uh, kind of colour to it. When you put it right up to the light, you you, you oh, get yeah, an incredible yeah. redness. I don't know quite whether you can just the see corner of the, yeah, I can yeah, see yeah, 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 yeah. Whether it sort of just comes through, but. And it's got that lovely, lovely smell. You know, when I cracked the bottle, it felt maybe a little bit more sort of hazelnutty. But now yeah. I'm getting those blueberries. Like you're getting a, a tang from those from those blueberries, but also a lot of chocolate, absolutely tons mm. of, of chocolate on the nose. A little bit more on the kind of darker roasted sort of uh, side. Yeah, the, the fact that you said that you could smell hazelnut really excites me about that. Mm. Gosh, I, I, th- I think... Who did I have a hazelnut beer from recently? Ooh, I'd have to look it up, but yeah. Um, just, you can't go wrong with putting hazelnuts in your beer. <laughs> you just can't. It's impossible well, to. I mean, it's interesting that that's the, the, the note that I got. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a, what was it called? Double maple triple chocolate blueberry s'more. Um, it's, it's, it's a s'more where they mash marshmallows. Yeah. In between biscuits over the fire, over the yeah. fire. yeah, yeah, crazy um, Americans, man. <laughs> was it just where they just, just maybe melt, North melt Americans? Yes, oh, yeah. North we, we'll Americans. To, if only uh, the Canadian was here to tell me if they have smalls <laughs> in Canada. <laughs> well, they've got to, surely they do. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, I'm getting getting a lot of the blueberry on the mm. uh, uh, flavour, which does it, it comes through with a tang, um, as you would expect with a sour, and it's got a lovely sort of uh, fizziness to it as well, which kind of pushes that blueberry really uh, to the front, so you're sort of like hit with that lovely tangy kind of blueberry. But working in the background, you get the maple, you get a lot of sweetness from the maple, but it's kind of just runs through. It, it almost, it's got a, not a viscosity, not an oiliness to it, but it kind of coats, yeah. the, this beer coats the mouth that little bit. And that maple, that sweetness is kind of this underlying flavor that is sort of sat there and everything else sort of hits that little bit. So your first hit with that lovely tangy sort of blueberry. Mm -hmm. That fades slightly and gives you a little bit more of the chocolate. And I can see why, um, you know, again, with a, the idea that it's got a, uh, a marshmallowy sort of filter, I'm not getting kind of the flavor of marshmallow, but kind of as that tang from the blueberry starts to fade and you're getting a little bit more of that kind of chocolate, uh, that, that richness from it, I think it's because it's a richer sort of dark chocolatey sort of flavor. It makes it feel a little bit more um, kind of light and airy. So you've gone from this nice big, a little bit more heavy tang to suddenly yeah. something that would, in, a, in say like a stout, uh, would come through as a heavier sort of flavor. You know, a big roasted dark chocolate sort of flavor. But in this, it's really light. Um, it's not kind of, you know, as we say about some beers, they're, they're incredibly pillowy in the in the mouthfeel and the way that they sort of present. Yeah. This isn't. It, it, it's not pillowy, but it's sort of airy and light, and it does does bring sort of visions of marshmallows whilst not giving me quite that flavour of them. But mm -hmm. it, it sort of just everything kind of fades very nicely, and that maple is just sat there. That sweetness is kind of just sat there. And again, whether it's maple, whether it's maybe a bit more kind of golden syrupy, I mean, there is incredibly close in terms of favour yeah. unless you speak to anyone from Canada I would imagine but um, <laughs> it, 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 it's that lovely kind of you know maple yeah. sweetness that treacly kind of sweetness that's just sat there at the back running all the way through um, incredibly easy to drink it's something we've said that's about Fort City yeah. beers and their, their sours they're so easy to drink yeah because you know putting that many words on a bottle and so many different <laughs> flavours and you mm. know a lot of them that evoke that's gonna be sweet that that honestly puts me off like buying a lot of stouts when they're like yeah okay we've got like you know we've got maple syrup i mean just putting maple syrup on it might put me off just that alone and like s'mores <laughs> and like oreos and cookie dough and ice cream i'm just like i do not have a sweet tooth my palate doesn't really like sweet things yeah but knowing that that that's very you know you know like light and easy to drink just that makes it so much more enticing and um very good memories of drinking like vault city last year when they when they were kind enough to send us a few bottles yeah. just like in the sun and it's like i can't wait for that time this year um but providing the sun hasn't just like burnt out by then um just <laughs> just sitting in the garden we haven't got long vault we, city. we might have <laughs> enough for maybe another summer perhaps Let's hope so. <laughs> I want to play Silk Song before I die. 
No, it's, ne- Lucy, it's never happening. Come on, that's, that's just not going to go. That's not. I know. I'll die first. Plate in my own event. <laughs> oh, mate, I'll be long dead when Silksong comes out, if, if it ever does. Um, let's sit Your and enjoy grandchildren <laughs> <laughs> We'll tell tales. I'll tell Evelyn the tale of Silksong. Uh, this mythical mythical game about bug people and see if she passes yeah. it down for generations <laughs> we can just tell them that was our civilization. that's what it was like underground bug people <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we're like this today um, good let's 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 enjoy these and talk about some games uh, I think we've got a game each to to chat through Lucy won't you kick mm. us off as you did with the beers yeah it's a game that is out today as a recording tomorrow for the folks who are listening um it's called the company man and i played it on switch it is a 2d side-scrolling platformer um as you probably could have guessed because i'm playing it (laughs) talking about it but um yeah it's 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 an exceptionally well-made one of those like so many of them come out like that are just like 2d side-scroll action platformers yeah you know Sometimes the quality is very good. Sometimes the quality is not so good. This this is a really good, well-made one. Um, I mean, just if you look at screenshots, um, what's the name of the developer? That might help because the company man probably doesn't give very good SEO. It's probably probably put in the company man game. Um, yeah, let's see, let's see what Google says it, if I do that right now. Uh, I think it was for Forest Studio. They're Malaysian, I know that. Um, which is cool to see, like, really well-made indie game come out of that space that, you know, don't really see many games from over mm. here. You know, on our sh- Yeah, Forrest. Yeah. I think I'm saying that nice. F-O-R-U-S-T. Um, yeah, it came out on Switch. Is it Radianity PC? Publishing. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it's on everything by the looks of it. Xbox, PlayStation. Um... PC, yeah, it's. If you just look at the screenshots, it looks like a, I guess a cartoon network mm, yes. kind of art style, and that and that just completely translates in the uh, in the animation. The animation's really good. Um, if you look at it in like the trailer, watch that in motion, it 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 really translates into the gameplay. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a really well controlling platformer that, you know. <laughs> most important thing when you make a platformer that some people just don't get right is is just the feel of it. This feels really good. Mm. Like the, the the controls are really tight and responsive, and it's got a slightly generous jump, like kind of um, you know slightly airy, um, slightly slightly forgiving, which is nice. But yeah, it just really flows because you have this dash ability and dashing games. It's like there's nothing better. You know, have a good dash, have a good shotgun in your game, and I think you sorted. But, but yeah, it's got a really nice dash mechanic that that is just like unlocked from uh, the get go. It's not really a game about unlocking many abilities, but um, yeah, it feels really fluid, feels really responsive. Um, I I just zipped through it because it allows it, it gives you the freedom to just like mm. how, by good and tight it controls. So it's like. I mean, the game I talked about a few weeks ago where I was like, this feels so heavy and slow and lethargic. This is the complete opposite. This is just very zippy. Um, but yeah, it's the, 
the controls are you run, you jump, you dash, and you have this, uh, I guess it's like this kind of keyboard gun where, which allows you to shoot projectiles, and those are sort of the unlocks after levels, because it's a level-by-level level game okay. um, that you can unlock, and it, it does these, you know, one gives you, it's like a contra, one's like a spray gun, one's just like this arc, one's a boomerang and stuff like that. Um, I pretty much stuck to the same one um, after I unlocked it and didn't really change it up. I don't do, think. Do you switch between these, or they are they different attacks? Yeah. Um, you can just switch to your different like kind of gun. That's the only thing that changes. You you have melee attacks, and that's mm. the, what you're going to be using the most. Right. You do have this, you know, further like you know ranged attack with your gun. Um, you know, dependent on the enemies that you're facing will come in handy but uh usually it's like okay wh whichever one will do the trick most of the time you don't really need to switch it up but it's on switch it's just like you press like the i think the the right bumper and it's like just switches between all of okay. them okay um but yeah it's it, there are like hidden coins in each each level um and you in between each levels you sort of go to like the foyer um of this you know very corporate you know office building because mm. it's called the company man um i'll touch on like the themes that it gets into but you can upgrade your your character um just like okay i want want him to have more health or i want his um uh cooldown because the, the the thing that you your gun basically has a cooldown it's like okay mm -hmm. i want the cooldown to, to to be quicker and stuff like that but in maybe maybe for more novice players and maybe for people who are doing the impossible mode after the game you unlock an impossible mode which is like you get one life uh, well one bar of health and <laughs> if that goes you're dead um maybe you can upgrade your health and, th and maybe those upgrades will make more sense in that mode mm -hmm. i'm not a sadist so i didn't play much of that <laughs> mode after i after i unlocked it but usually you could get through the game without the the upgrades if you wanted to so mm -hmm. it is like a nice addition but it's not there's no no like rpg mechanics or anything like that in yeah. depth um but yeah it, i mean it, it's called the company man it's basically this guy he's you know in this very push paper office job and he wants to get better pay get better benefits as we all do and it's just about him rising to the top and confronting the CEO um, and yeah it's it, each level's like really charming and really inventive in its environments I mean you think okay office building as a setting that's mm -hmm. gonna be very boring but no it's like it's very very fun they really play with it like for example in the accounting department one of the floors um, it's like everyone's very you know, very stoic, very, very straight-laced, very, I don't know, puritanical, I don't know, and it's just like, okay, this is literally a frozen, it's it's the ice level, right. and whereas you go up to marketing, everyone's like a hippie, and there's like bean bags that act as like bouncy things, and it's like everything's bright and colourful, there's people with, there's enemies with like paint brushes and stuff like that, so it plays with it, and it's, it's really quite funny, and um, uh, the the kind of there's not really a story to it. Mm -hmm. It's it's basically a commentary on like okay now and now and then you know there's bits of text that's just the 
the main character, this, you know, this regular Joe, he's just, oh, why do I not get paid properly? Why do I have to come in on the weekends? Oh, I do, you know, and it's just like, it, it, it's very light commentary on, like, corporate, mm-hmm. the corporate world. Um, there is, like, one flashback in the middle of the game that, that, that kind of gives context to why he's so eager to, you know, go up the corporate ladder and, you know, break glass ceilings and stuff like that. And that gives him a bit of pathos and it's like, okay, cool, but there's there's no real underlying message to it. Sure. It's sort of on the lighthearted um, level of, like, going under that, that, that roguelike that I played mm. that is, like, set in Silicon Valley. And it's just... It's not as funny as that, but it is. But it is trying to be like, okay, we're gonna, you know, talk about this very horrible thing in a light-hearted manner. So, um, yeah, that, that that's nice. But um, it's not like Kentucky Route Zero or anything. It's not no, uh, you know, in-depth um, commentary on you know corporate culture. Mm. But uh, yeah, I, as I, I think the only nitpick I have is that sometimes the checkpoints are a bit too spaced apart in each level, but. Um, it's a very quick and fast game to get through. It's what's, it's what's a couple a, of hours. What's mm. a level sort of take? Uh, Ten minutes, or is it a bit longer, it's, sort of twenty minutes per level? If it's if I die, hours, I have like. to go back to the checkpoint. A little longer, but I was getting through them probably in about twenty minutes. There's like okay. some mini bosses um, and M bosses, and this could have so easily been like a a roguelike. You know, when you think of like you go into the elevator up to these different floors and they're just different levels mm. that could have been so easily like okay you have to start from level one at each time it's like no it's just just a very well made level by level action platformer nice. and yeah and yeah as i say the only nitpick i can think of is sometimes the checkpoints are a bit too spaced apart or it's like there's a very slow moving um bit like okay you're on in this like kind of platform that's that's moving across this like ravine or something and it's like I'm having to wait it sort of becomes like an auto scroller in like I don't mm. know level 8 in Mario 3 or something it's just like I'm having to wait and then the checkpoint is before that and it's like not after it and it's like oh I have to do that all over again but um but usually it's just it was just down to me being careless why I died it's not it's not cha- too challenging or anything okay. so so yeah it, it's a very well made action platformer um do you... i really enjoyed my time with it. i pretty much did it in two sittings wow okay mm. nice um did you finish blasphemous as well we were talking about it uh last week i did yeah. yeah um, um obviously a, yeah, a, a similar ish kind of game in it being a, a you know a, a kind of an action platformer um, i know with kind of uh, trying to bring it to something i played recently uh, with blasphemous it can be a little bit unforgiving um, mm. When you are kind of, you know, especially when you start going up the, into the mountains and things, and you've got floating, flying enemies, and you kind of have to jump and attack them, and mm. the platforming element becomes quite a not a hindrance, but it's something mm. else that you have to really concentrate on. And the amount of times yeah. that I've kind of just fallen through a little gap in Blasphemous <laughs> yeah. because I've just been a bit rubbish a bit at judging, judging the kind of distance I need to cover and how the attack animation sort of, uh, you know, what extra distance that kind of gives me and those kinds of things. Did you get any of that in sort of the company manner? Or is it, does it flow just that little bit better in terms of its it, movement? It flows a lot better. It's more, mm. 
you're more much more agile. I mean, Blasphemous is very close to the ground, like very. Yes. There's no dash ability, or there's not even a double jump. So it's just like, um, yeah, the, the company. I'd say, whereas Blasphemous is mostly combat, mm-hmm. um, this is very much a equal parts action like game and a platformer okay. so you know equal bits combat and um, platforming as I say the combat is not it's not really expansive there's no depth to it you're really really just like swinging your melee attack and that's it but it feels good um, yeah it's it, so probably if I had to give a percentage to it maybe 55% uh, you know, platforming, 55-60% okay. platforming and 40-45 to, to, to the um, combat. But yeah, it's, it mixes those things up really well and there are different... Sometimes they introduce these like new mechanics into like the level where it's like, okay, the gravity changes or um, there's like these teleporting things. The only, pro- the only problem, I guess, is that the levels are so short or at least I got through them very quickly, where they don't have the opportunity to expand those beyond, you know, the f- couple minutes that you see them. Mm-hmm. But it it kept things, it kept things moving and kept things interesting. Um, so it was it was a nice little addition. But yeah, as I say, really really good. Straight, it's a straight up platformer, straight up action platformer. Like, and it's and it's good. It's good. Really enjoyed myself. Good. Nice. Nice. Um, it looks interesting, as you said, from the um, like just the comic-y, uh, cartoon-style mm-hmm. yeah. kind of aesthetic. I sort of, as soon as I looked at it, I'm like, oh, this just you know instantly kind of draws you in, definitely. So it's good to it's hear that it's charming. that it is yeah. a it is a competent platform, an action platformer yeah, yeah. as well, rather than it just a, yeah, just... it looks cool. It's a bit of a yeah. you know dash to the end and you're done kind of thing. Yeah, it isn't just style over substance. Good, it's, good. It's got the substance as well. Uh, as I say, it's short, especially if you're, you know, adept at platformers. So take that in mind, I guess. But yeah, I, I really enjoyed my time. Mm. It's it a good couple hours. Nice, nice. Um, the game I've been playing is also full of style, full of substance. Substance? Style that? and substance. Style and substance. <laughs> but is not short. It's... Okay. A game which you will lose hours to. Um, I started playing Darkest Dungeon 2. Uh, I mentioned it sort of a few weeks ago, and I have been playing it, you know, in not short bursts, but in reasonable kind of uh, um, segments. So, um, before I kind of get into it, I've kind of been playing, you know, an hour here and then an hour there. Uh, I realise I've got about 20, 22 hours that I've sort of put into it. Um, but it, it, it takes kind of the idea of the first Darkest Dungeon, which was an RPG, like a, a roguelike kind of RPG, um, in that you had uh, um, four characters that made up your party, and you're moving through a dungeon in the first game. And obviously if, a, if, an, if one of your characters dies, that's it, they're dead. And you go back to the sort of the main screen where you can recruit other members of your party and you are working through the different dungeons. Mm. Um, Darkest Dungeon 2 switches that into a Slay the Spire style uh, um, kind of choose a path map 
sort of uh, game. Okay. Um, mm. Rather than Slay the Spire or, or something like the early stay, the, the first part of Inscription, you you actually move through the like the corridor that you've picked, basically, uh, and each of this is each of these are set up into different um, areas. Um, and you've got four areas that you need to get through before you get to the mountain, which is the kind of big boss of uh, of the area. And it keeps the same sort of style as Darkest Dungeon. So if you know and you have played mm. Darkest Dungeon and you enjoy it uh, um, in terms of the kind of the combat system, you know, having four party members all lined up on this 2D plane and order of where they are is very important because the different moves they mm. do are dependent on where they are within that formation and the enemies line up in exactly the same sort of way opposite you you know person in position number one can hit x y and z using this or, or a b and c using this and and you roll through like that and it's exactly the same kind of combat through this yeah. but how many games like because i've always thought darkest dungeon was interesting because it has that like as you say though that like like one behind the other. Mm. Do any other games like do that, or is that like? Mm, I don't know. Just like like it seems like really unique. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't play yeah. a lot I mean, of RPGs. Like a lot of you know? a, a lot of and some RPGs have run through um, like the idea of having like a front and a back. So some characters can stand at the front, yeah. some of them stand at the back, and normally you know you throw your healers at the back, you throw your uh, kind of tough tanks and damage dealers at the front. And this is this is similar in that kind of way that you mm. you know you don't necessarily always find that the guy at the front is being hit the most, but they will probably it's not like Operation Human Shield in the same. <laughs> it's, it's not quite it's yet, exactly, like, yeah. exactly. Um, but it, it generally follows that same kind of path. But it is a very set yeah. one, two, three, four kind of positioning, um, and and various characters will always draw towards a you know have an affinity with one of those positions. So the healer that I use mm-hmm. all the time is in is in the back. Right, that mm-hmm. um, they're a healer, but they also throw like bombs um, that can put on poison and stuff onto uh, characters and things as well. And they do all of that from the back. And they've got, I think, one ability which they can do if if they get pulled into the front position, um, which some enemies can do. They can move your order around. They can pull characters oh. kind of in in different positions and stuff. They can put dots on you. The same as kind of you can do as well with your characters. Uh, and then there might only be one. And Darkest Dungeon 2 retains the idea of stress as well. So whilst you're having to manage their health and keep them all, you know, as you need to, some things affect their stress levels. Um, I can't remember, because it's been so long, uh, what happened when they hit the top stress in um, the first game. But in this one, Mm -hmm. if they hit the top stress, a big chunk of their life gets taken off. And each of the characters have relationships between them. So if they get stressed, that will negatively affect the relationships that they have with the other characters. And you want them to have good relationships between them. Because what can happen is sometimes they might just heal each other just randomly because they're like best buds. Uh, they might take one Useful. of the, but yeah, exactly. They might take one or two <laughs> stress down as well at the start of one of those characters' turns. They can buff them. There's loads of stuff that they can even do uh, an attack with you as well. You know, if you attack with this character and his best buds here, he might attack as well one of the enemies. And mm-hmm. I don't know how the RNG works around that because the kind of I find that they are happy to heal 
more than they do any of the other kind of things and there's a little bit of balancing that could be uh, done there but it's an early it's access, still an early yeah. access. Yeah, yeah. it is an early access um, one of the things that I've liked already is it's been patched already with a bunch of stuff chucked in um, when it first kind of released it was you, you, you get in your caravan and you can see your map and you basically say I'm going to and you press left and you go this way and you, you drive forward you know with, with WASD you drive forward and you can hit through little barriers and they may give you items on your way and things like this or you can just auto let the, the caravan navigate between um, and you oh, okay. get to That's each of those you know each of the different points so you know that if you're yeah. going up here this one's a fight this one might be where you meet some people on the road and they might give you some items. So you choose to go over to this one. And occasionally there might be fights on that little stretch between each sort of node. There's tons of these different kinds of nodes as well. So you're, you're, you're kind of always trying to strategize as well. Like a lot of these kind of games, you don't always know what's coming. You can have some indication uh, occasionally yeah. of what's coming up. Um, and Darkest Dungeon 2 kind of does this thing where, again, I don't know whether it's an RNG thing, but the map might come up and go, this one's this, but you don't know what this is. That's that, but you don't know what the next ones are. Here's a so, question mark. Exactly. And you kind of have to suss, before you start, a good idea is to sort of suss your path out and go, yeah. well, actually, about halfway through, it'd be really good if I visited the hospital. Um, mm. You know, this like field medic that's just out with her tent set up because it's all like grim, dark. Um, kind of fantasy sort of stuff so it's not a hospital it's just a bit of cloth with a woman stood underneath um, and if you've got enough if you've got enough currency which you've picked up you can pay her to you know either heal you or get rid of some of the kind of additional traits that might uh, do things yeah, to your characters because again as with the with the first game they've kept things like traits in as well so some characters might have a trait which is good and uh, beneficial and they might get like an extra attack I don't think that's one actually but you know that kind of stuff or they might have one mm -hmm. where there's a 50% chance that they might start out being blinded and they might miss their and there's a percentage that they might miss their first attack sort of thing so yeah. there's all of that sort of in this as well and it's it's been really fun to um play with the different uh, lineups and the different characters and how the affinities between them sort of work really well because um, there is an overall leveling as well so you as a player have like this level that you stack up and as you move through the levels you unlock new characters to be able to use you might unlock new items that will then be found kind of in the run uh, and things like that and I've got this um, preferred sort of set of four characters which worked for me really, really well uh, and got me through to the final um, sort of uh, section. So you've, you've got to hit through four sections again before you get to the, the mountain where the boss is for the, for the, level, for the chapter that you're playing. Um, and I think on my third area, my main tank and damage dealer died. Um, but at the end of the, the area, you get to an inn and you can then apply sort of heals to each other. You can bring their stresses down and stuff. But if you've unlocked characters, one of the other ones will step in and they will then take their place, which is great because you go then through with another four characters through the next sort of area. Um, and even though the kind of the character that stepped in didn't work as well with the other three that I had in terms of how I positioned all of these characters and, and how that was working, I still, in the last run that I've just played, managed to get through to the mountain it's the first time I've done it, and I just got murdered. 
absolutely yeah. <laughs> destroyed. Um, and it is. It's it's an incredibly difficult game. It's really hard. Yeah. Um, one of the that's what's always put me off about it because I own the first one and just like I'm afraid. <laughs> Because when you're talking about the stress levels, I'm just thinking, yeah, my stress yeah. levels, I don't want to deal with that. But it does, like, the, the mm. idea that I'm sort of sat here and I'm watching a fight happen, and I'm like, right, mm. I think this is, I think this character's going to hit these two and they're going to make them bleed or they're going to do some damage to them. Oh, no, this character's done it to him instead, which is mm. really not good, which means he needs a heal. But if I f- heal him, I know the relationship between these two isn't good and the other one needs a heal. And if their relationship isn't good in a combat, I try and heal person number three instead, the other one can block it. He can come up and say, hey, mm. wh- am I not worthy of your like heals? Oh, and wow. it will then stop you from being able to heal your characters. So the stress makes a massive, massive difference. This is like Sims, where you can't just say, um, no, you do not have autonomy. <laughs> you will uh, not go to the toilet right now. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's weird that yeah. it kind of, in a way, it doesn't take the agency away from you but it just it just mm-hmm. changes that so the characters it have a little bit of agency out, yeah. as well it's, that's cool yeah, yeah yeah it's really it's really good in that sort of way um mm-hmm. but again the difference between um when i was playing it first couple of weeks ago and now is this this first patch um the game kind of just let me loop constantly so rather than it saying you've got you know you can pick between going to this area or this area for mm-hmm. stage number one or this area and this area for stage number two before I could just keep looping there wasn't four stages to, to play it was just play as long as you can keep going for essentially mm-hmm. and so then they threw this next patch in which is sort of you know this is how the game is now structured you've got four areas that you've got to go through to get access to the mountain to actually be able to go into the mountain for this boss fight mm-hmm. you need to have killed one of the kind of not bosses, but you need to have hit one of the lairs, which is one of the points yeah. on, and it's a, it's a three-stage fight. You know, you you, you fight sort of two uh, battles of kind of normal enemies that you would find on that map, and then a boss, mm-hmm. and they are just ridiculously hard. Um, it's it's only you know it's only been my last run where I'm like, well, I'm on stage four. I've got to go and fight the boss in the lair. I'm I'm running through with yeah this this good team with this sort of like this extra character who kind of doesn't quite fit into this but it does well enough that I manage to kill that boss to then get its head and be able to and have access to the mountain and the game sort of you know very much comes up with a warning at the front saying you won't get to the end in the first go don't worry about it the, the whole point of this game is to keep bashing your head against it and to yeah. keep getting better, to keep improving these characters. That's cool. And there's there's tons of depth to this, absolutely tons of depth. Um, Sounds like you're enjoying yeah. it. Yeah. To keep playing something in early access, yeah. Completely. Mm. And it'd be interesting to see how it develops and when it comes out of early access, because even mm. now it feels like a, a, a really deep and very well-made game. There's a little bit of balancing to do, perhaps, between sort of some of the RNG... Uh, um, some of the enemies feel a little bit bigger than they kind of should be. Um, some of the abilities and the characters um, aren't quite as powerful compared to yeah. you know. Uh, you might unlock uh, um, an ability for a new ability for one of your characters, uh, which you do through hero shrines, which again gives you a little bit of backstory to one of these characters, and they're they're based in chapters as well. So one of the nodes on the map mm. is a hero shrine. You go there. 
you pick one of your characters and it will take you through a chapter of their backstory and if you complete that and do mm. what you need to you get a new cool. uh, move for them but some of those nice. moves that I've unlocked some of them have been like oh yeah this is brilliant because there's already this move and this does a similar kind of thing it's slightly weaker but it hits two of them instead I want that yeah mm -hmm. something and some of them are like nah there's, there's, there's no point in having this one in it doesn't fit I mean there might be for yeah. some team combinations and play styles and things but at the moment I haven't found a huge amount yeah, of, of, of change kind of build, yeah, yeah. but again yeah, that, that's, I, I'd imagine yeah it's all balancing those random random things like those random dice rolls where this, this character can shank another one in the back yes. randomly and stuff like that so yeah um that that sounds really cool. Like that's the kind of kind of stuff that I love on paper. <laughs> but me playing it, I'd be like, "What are these? What are these little effers gonna do?" I'd just be stressed on edge. Completely, time, yeah, absolutely. I can absolutely see why that kind of like, yeah, because you know, like most, you know, most most games just don't have that kind of you know freedom and. Stuff like that. Yeah, so, yeah. Apparently, that's what I wondered if you wonder if you'd like Wildermuth because apparently that does a lot of, you know, throwing crap at you. Is this a, is Wildermuth uh, an RPG that came out recently-ish? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it came out last year. Yeah. and People love it. Yeah, mm, I've heard of it, but yeah, I definitely um, when I did hear of it, I think it was a couple of tweets I saw about it that I thought that definitely looks interesting. It looks like something that would yeah. be up my street. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like Darkest Dungeon to be honest, but a bit more colourful and less mm. stressful. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's like Darkest Dungeon two. It, it, it you know it's one of those where I say it can be as stressful as you sort of make it, mm. but it isn't. The game absolutely puts that on you. Um, yeah. You know, as as a player, you can just shrug it off. Me like, yeah, well, this runs this runs done. Just just see yeah. it out and wait yeah. for the next one. Don't worry about it. You know, I'm playing. You know the long game to wait till I'm as a as a as a kind of uh, player level fifteen and I've unlocked all of the characters because I know I want that last one because that fits in with the play style that I had from the first game. You know, th th there's okay. tons of that in there yeah. as well that you can kind of get into. Whereas I am, so there's I, a sense of progress. Yeah, there is a sense of absolutely right, yes, yeah. and uh, as well um, at the moment, I suppose this is maybe where a lot of that non early access. Um, kind of stuff will be developed further uh, there's five chapters mm. and only chapter one is available so I don't know then whether chapter two will come out and it will be completely different areas with different enemies you know whether we're almost getting this because this feels like a full game uh, you know mm. it, it, this, this feels like they could just put out chapter one as a game because you're going through all of that progression you're, yeah. you're going through yeah. all of those different runs Log it for 15 quid, done. We don't need to put yeah. out anything else, that's it. But there's going to be five chapters, and it's like a £25 game, I think, something like that. Um, so, yeah, it'd be interesting to see where what happens with those. If it's just maybe recycled kind of assets, and then they're just a bit harder as you progress up, mm. sort of through, or, or, or what happens um, with that. But or if it's completely different environments, yeah, or something it, like it, exactly. I, cool. I can't see it doing an inscription and being like oh chapter two we're changing up what you're doing you know yeah. I still think we're going to be doing this kind of roguelike uh, uh, take the coach through the map sort of thing it will just be different kind of areas and maybe it won't be yeah. 
or maybe it will be the mountain, but you progress higher up it or something. Because on the first chapter, you're you're right down on the ground and you go in to mm. the base of the mountain, sort of yeah. thing. So maybe you work you your way that up. Dragon from... at the top of the mountain. Well, mate, I don't think it's it's much <laughs> of a spoiler. But the first boss in the mountain, um, which again, I was I was. I'd, I'd healed up, all of my stress level was taken down at the inn that I went to just before, but there's two fights before you get to the boss and they absolutely mm. beat me, and so when I got into the boss I was already at sort of half health on all of the characters yeah. and this sort of thing um, but the first boss is a brain but you don't fight the brain you fight four locks that are on these big chains and it was it's like it's it's so surreal i love it i love yeah, i love how cool. yeah, i love how nuts <laughs> it, it is and like the character design again the enemy design and stuff has it feels like it's taken a step up from kind of darkest mm. dungeon whereas before it was like here's like a humanoid pig with a couple of cleavers mm. now it's like just guts that kind of you yeah. know spout out from the top with a couple of cleavers <laughs> you're like oh that's taking a step up from just pigs. Um, the art style's amazing in this game. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm just looking through screenshots because didn't realise when I was searching it on Steam. I was like, where is it? And I was like, oh, it's not on Earth. No, it's only on Epic. Yeah, I did manage to use my. Um, I picked it up in the Christmassy sort of sale period where they were giving. Mm. You know, I think you have to have spent a certain amount of money on Epic Store, and you get ten pound free vouchers every now and again. So it, for me, it cost me like fifteen, sixteen quid. Um, yeah, it's twenty three ninety nine. Yeah. yeah, so not bad. Yeah. So yes, I, I mean, it, it's one of those where again, I'll probably report back in like six months' time, or or something. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd love mm-hmm. to chuck up, you know, whether that's sort of find a lunchtime if I can ever find a lunchtime to stream or play a game again <laughs> in rather than just working. Um, it would be great to sort yeah. of sit and have like you and Adol kind of in the background. And to to, to, mm. to to just go through a run, and then the next week go through the next sort of um, stage, and just have you know potentially a four four sets of four videos. Go out for a drink if I haven't I like died. RPGs sitting sitting back seat and just being like saying, <laughs> no, d- don't do the sensible thing. Do this, mate. Do this weird. Yeah. Do d- yeah, just just. just just kill everyone. Like, what, what do you mean know? you could stab him? Nah, throw a book at him or something instead. Like, <laughs> yeah. Put a pot on his head. Because I'm very much like, let's just go all out, um, balls to the wall, <laughs> you know, try and kill it. And there's no tactics here. We just, you know, brute force our way through I mean, these RPG Yeah, yeah. Darkest Dungeon, you're going to die very quickly in Darkest Dungeon 2 if you yeah. just want to brute force your, uh, That's your way through. I'm not through. playing it. <laughs> That's why it's not the game for me, then. <laughs> Not the game for me. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Mm. But it's yeah. it's definitely one for I. Uh, again. I imagine you'll probably this will come up later. It sounds like you really enjoy yeah. it. Probably might even come up as one of your games. Yeah, the year, I mean so. it's you know I've, I've I haven't played very many games uh, this year and it's it's mm. you know uh, it did release last year I think. Obviously, it's an early access uh, title. So it could it could very well be this year. We have no rules. No, that's very yeah. true. We don't. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's the Darkest Dungeon two and the the Company Man, as well. Yeah, I'm, I I briefly want to talk about probably the the last Connect game ever. <laughs> what? In 
uh, hold on, is it Space Warlord Organ Simulator? Ah. Space Warlord Organ Trading Simulator, mm. which came out on Game Pass, I think in like December. Um, it's it's a weird game. <laughs> it's, it's very much a um, okay. It's like this green wireframe kind of uh, aesthetic and UI to it, and you buy organs, human organs, and then later un unlocks like alien organs on a stock market. <laughs> and basically, you take requests from people. It's like I need, I need a, I need a liver buy me a liver and you buy a liver and you give it to them and you basically just you know uh <laughs> getting more wealth from trading organs um but there's like a little stock market in it, it like where you can like tr buy stocks and trade and stuff i didn't get too into that i was just it's just a very it, it drops you into it where it's like okay very short like cutscene at the start it's like you know we trade organs in the year, whatever it is. <laughs> um, someone has to do it, and you're getting paid for it. So don't worry yeah. about it. Don't worry about the moral implications. Ah, it's us. Of it. We'll do it. And yeah, and then there's a button, and it's just like, it's just like buy, and then this 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 stock market opens, and it's like, it's like being on the floor of Wall Street, and someone going sell, 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 sell. It's just <laughs> like you see all these like different you know stocks and just come up in this list and it's like okay I have no idea what I'm doing the music is like shouting at me it's <laughs> it's, it's a really cool soundtrack but it's so messy this, and like it's crazy it sounds like darkest like, okay. it sounds like the same experience as darkest dungeon <laughs> yes it is it's a lot of stress at the start and because you don't know what you're doing you're just buying organs and it's like okay um I've got I've got a, my stock here and it's like in my hold I have these hearts and then I need to sell these hearts and I need to sell these livers and I need to sell these, these brains, these lungs these nerve clusters and it's just like oh. and then it becomes like a really soothing experience after like an hour and a half in where it's just like oh. okay I've got this down I, I'm you know picking up these um, requests and I'm just, just knocking them out I'm just I'm just I'm like the Wolf of Wall Street here in my, with my organs and yeah, it's it's a really strange game. There's there's a story to it. I, don't, I have no idea what it is. I rolled credits without even realizing it, and it's just like okay, cool. But it's it's a really odd thing that you can play with Connect. How, how do you play it with Connect? How does <laughs> Very, this work? <laughs> with great difficulty, <laughs> because you can it it works like right out of the box. Because I have a Connect, I'm using it as a web camera. So it's like it's there, and it's just it turns on like as, as soon as you start the game. You just you know wave your arm in front of it, and you can like grab, you know it's it's open palm, closed palm, because you know the connector has very good tracking like that, and you just it's just selecting um, the different things on the UI. It's it's the same as using the mouse, but you're using your arms, and it's like a ring fit workout. Just just having to okay grab this. Because everything's moving very quickly, yeah. and I think the developers <laughs> launched a competition for anyone who could beat it using Connect. <laughs> it's just like a fifty-pound prize. It's like that's not worth my like life. A coffee, you know. <laughs> that's not going to pay for my funeral. <laughs> you know, 
being just strained using Kinect on this thing. But yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a really it's a really cool, interesting thing that I really enjoyed for a couple of hours. Um, that's on Game Pass. It, it, I had no idea it, it was a thing, and then it just launched on Game Pass. And it's like I started it on console, and I was like, I cannot play this on console because I, I'm I'm having to. This is a mouse and keyboard game, very much so, and it's like it, it's too frantic, it's too hectic to to do anything, uh, you know. Um, with with a controller, but yeah, I, I enjoyed my time with it. Nice, and nice. It's very weird, amazing soundtrack, amazing look to it, like very old school, you know, aesthetic to mm. it. And it's, it's really cool. Um, like that. Made by uh, is it Xavier Nelson um, and yeah, others? Yeah, I would imagine yeah. who also mm-hmm. made the that dog airport game. Yes. A dog? Yes. Uh, no, an yeah. airport for aliens. An airport run by dogs or by run dogs by or dogs, something like yeah. that. <laughs> Yeah. And it's just Airport pictures of dogs, dogs, isn't it? Like as you in a three D yeah. environment, two D pictures of dogs. Yeah, um, I, it's like cool, weird stuff that it's just like, okay, I'll play this. Right. Oh, I, I love it that in that we're in a, a, a space where someone can just be like, right, how long is it going to take me to get all of these thoughts <laughs> out of my head into this game, and then just be able to push it out in whatever state I want mm. to get it to, and then be able yeah. to do it. Um, it's not an in-depth simulator, which part of me was like, oh, I wish this had a bit more depth, but it's like, it doesn't need it. It's like, I'm, you know, trading kidneys in space. It's cool, you know, <laughs> to a really great soundtrack. <laughs> it's good. When did that one come out? Was it last year? Yeah, I think in December. just popped up on Game Pass. It's like, I don't know what this is, but it looks cool. Sort of got the, like this hypno space outlaw mm. kind of look to it, and it's just like I will play this. It's fun. Nice, nice, good. Yeah. A good time to get. Yourself I won't tell all you about all the other fit random and... crap I've been doing. <laughs> <laughs> I might save that for episode. Save that for next week. I think. I think <laughs> yeah. next week we, we won't have played any more games. Next week will just be just a, a ramble, a ramble for two hours, yes. um, yeah. and we'll catch up with Adol about what he's been up to in Canada mm-hmm. again not playing games just helping his parents move house because um, mm-hmm. uh, when I had my week off last week I did some um, tinkering so oh yes oh good yeah mm-hmm. we'll get we'll get into I downloaded that. DOSBox to my uh, PC and other stuff like that because so. <laughs> I did oh, fresh man. install last year and it's like I need to install some things and so I've been playing a lot of Textrix and Tetris Text nice, and Tetris nice. related uh, games. So. Well, that's, that'd be our topic for episode mm. uh, episode three hundred. Mm. Um, I I also uh, I did I did play something else. Oh, mm. is that a game or is it the play date? <laughs> I have the only play date known to existence that's been shipped. Um, that's for next week. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did uh, a game you played last year. I did start um, behind the frame. Oh yeah, yeah. A little, it's very um, short. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but but really good. Like it's it's almost like yeah. it's a, it's yeah. a visual novel with a couple of like puzzly sort of elements to it. But the animation is just so beautiful. I know. Uh, the, the, it's incredible. The, the sound as well just works so mm-hmm. well. Like it's such a well-made little product that you could mm-hmm. almost get away with not having the puzzle elements to it. See, they they needed something to kind of push you along. To tell you yeah. this little short sort of 
novella kind of length sort of story mm-hmm. uh, um but yeah, I just really, really enjoying that. Playing it on my phone, so just finding little oh, bits of time to sort of sit to... there and just, just be able to play it. So Nice, mm. yeah. I forgot that game to phone, yeah. It's coming to Switch soon too. And speaking of games that you've played, I've started Read Only Memories. Oh, nice. 2064 Read yeah. Only Memories. Yeah, I'm very early on, but I'm liking it. I, I really like the, the world and the humour mm. and the... The voice acting's pretty good, so yeah, that, that's like my lie in bed. Um, when I get, if I don't just collapse asleep, I'll play. I'll play half an hour of that. So. <laughs> nice. It's, we've managed to mm. get in uh, a full hour of, of indie games. Mm. Just just smash it out for a week. Yeah, all indies. Nice. Beautiful. Nice. Mm. Well, it's 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 kind of you know it's that time of year. And none of the none of the bigger games it's, it's have that come time out of yet. Year. We get, we get <laughs> all the yeah. time for me. I don't play any big games. Occasionally, oh, boring. I mean, I, I, Great. Occasionally, you might play a bit of Horizon or something. Uh, when it, I when know, it releases, man, if, I know. It, if it runs, oh no, your friends got your PlayStation, haven't they? Um, yeah, it's, I, 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 I can't be honest. <laughs> That's more of the problem. It's just like I'd have to go get it. Or I'd have to put on clothes so he can come <laughs> here and deliver Just to it. even open the yeah. door. Yeah, yeah, you know. It's a hassle. I get it. I get it. <laughs> Again, we'll just, we'll just, you could just look on the internet about it, couldn't you? Just be like, oh yeah, that person's played it. I'll just, just watch them play it. play through on YouTube. Yeah. 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 <laughs> nah. oh, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not, I think it's because I really liked the first one. I liked where that wrapped up. Mm. I I'm not compelled yeah. to play the second one. Like I'm not, I'm not champing at the bit for it. It's like I will play it, but I'm not. It's like the Spider-Man Mars Morales thing. It's like I, I want to play it eventually, but I'm mm. not champing at the bit mm. to play it because it's like just played Spider-Man. It's pretty much the same thing, known quantity. I hope I'm not like that with God of War because that looks cool. But yeah, I mean, it's always kind of the way with. Uh, again, not necessarily sequels, because you expect a bit of iteration and kind of stepping up that that little bit and doing something. Mm-hmm. And, and Forbidden West looks a little bit more Breath of the Wildy as well, with the with the glider mm-hmm. and those yeah. kinds of um, oh, yeah. sort of yeah <laughs> elements about how you move around the space. Um, but yeah, Mars Morales is great. It's it's got a really good, nice short story. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't necessarily like the sort of the enemy types and stuff, but but, but playing as Miles was really good. Different kinds of move sets and things like that. So, but it's 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 like a sideways step, isn't it? It's like an addition yeah. to, to Spider-Man yeah. rather than that iteration, rather than that yeah. sort of uh, sort of step up. Um, but all of the games and that we talked about, I'll probably you know like eat my hat like in a month's time when that game's out, and people are like, oh, there's this really cool Dino Belt, and I'm like. I've got to see the big snake robot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I need to see it. That's it. That's yeah. it. Um, I hope that doesn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want one of those behemoths. I don't want it. I'll have to buy it for the black face plates. Put it behind my TV. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. It's going to happen, Lucy. It's going to happen at some point. Uh, if if you can then. if you can find one, I still can't find one. Every True. every time, every time I see something flash up saying they're in stock, mm. I go. They're not. I just gone. 
I think I think they're opening up that thing where you can register with them directly, mm. with Sony directly. I think they're opening up to Europe. I don't know. And then they the they email you and say, "We have one. Yeah. Your name is on it. Do you want it? Mm-hmm. Yes, I yeah. need that. That's why I was going to sign up for your behalf. But if Horizon's good, you ain't getting it. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's just like it, it, it all comes out every every outlet. It's just like yeah, it's eleven out of ten. It's done. You're like, well, eleven mm. out of ten. Maybe I'll. Get I think one. I'll just get my PlayStation Four at that point. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's still a still a beast. It sounds like hell, but it's still you know they made a very good console. Yeah, absolutely. And so, I would imagine that mm-hmm. they've optimized it well enough that you know to to yeah, release it absolutely. on four and five that it's going to run well on four. That's what as most well, people so. are playing on. It's crazy. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Um, nice, cool. Uh, let's mm. let's wrap up there for uh, for this mm-hmm. episode. Nice sort of uh, shorter one. Uh, for us this week as we prepare for something maybe a little bit longer next week and the return of Adol and you know tons of beers probably um, but the the boundary Lucy uh, um, how yeah. did that go down in the end I know as you drank it really yeah, a little bit, little bit more bitterness mm-hmm. started to come through and things as well yeah a little bit more bitterness um, this absolutely did not do the kind of thing that I was not fearful of but like uh, resident bit reticent to buy like boundary beers because it had that like kind of like kind of grainy taste mm. that I just mm, I don't know what it is but this none of that um, I shall be picking up more of their beers in the future just yet yeah, really refreshing crisp like it's lasted what about an hour now and it's it's just, it's just perfect one to sup on um, re- really really impressed by nice. that. really good beer what's it called again? Just read that more, more of a mm. phenomenon. It's a phenomenon. It's phenomenal. Mm. Maybe that's why it's got another graininess. They're like, wow, this is completely different. We have to, it's a phenomenon yeah. for us. It's, 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 you know. <laughs> Good. How was the Vault City? Um, I mean, this is, the Vault City make excellent, excellent beers. This is this is one of them. Um, the, the tartness mm. of the blueberry um it didn't fade but i think i just became a little bit more accustomed to it so you know towards the end of the beer i wasn't getting that sharp hit of blueberry i was getting just mm. a you know still a still a, a blueberry flavor to it but something that was just a little bit more smooth and flowed in with those other flavors just a little bit rather than being and then easing through then you know towards mm. the end the second half of this beer just eased through all of those um, it's a lovely set of, of flavours and, and one which will compel you to keep drinking and drinking and drinking. And I know Vault are great in that they put it in a 375 uh, bottle as well. So something like a 10%, you're not getting a 440 mm. can, you're not getting a 500ml can, it doesn't feel too big. And uh, um, a lot of the time with Vault City, especially their bigger beers, you can kind of sit there and be like, yeah, that's that's about the right size. I think this actually could have could have been in a bigger um, tin. Mm. Um, 500 mil. I mean, it could have could have been 750 mil, and I'd have happily sat here and just sucked oh, yeah. it all evening. You know, it's that kind of beer. It's not all. Oh, it's it's incredibly tart. They, you know, it's really well made, but it's sort of such a sour. And then, you know, when we had Andy on, and he was talking about kind of Vault City and sort of how they produce, they don't make those like real kind of uh, sours to to put you off or you know. Um, they try and find that kind of like middle ground between it being like a fruited beer and having a bit of a sa- you know and being and calling it a sour essentially. 
Um, this, I would have happily drank another one. I'd happily drink another one now. It, it just ended yeah. up so, yeah. so smooth. And I would imagine cracking another one, I might just get that sharpness, that tartness of the blueberry again for, say, the first quarter or something like that before it started to smooth out a little bit more because some of the carbonation faded, so it took a little bit of that away as well. But, you know, uh, really excellent beer, even even in that last little bit after that carbonation and that, that tartness had gone as well. So, yeah, really happy I Great cracked stuff. this one open yeah. today. Um, two, two happy campers. Yeah, yeah, very much. Um, dear listener, if you want to let us know about the beers that you've been drinking or the games that you've been playing, you can do so at Tanked Up Cast almost everywhere or go to and comment on the Tanked Up Podcast posts on outoflives.net it's always helpful as well if you want to rate and review us on your podcast service of choice or join us on the out of lives network youtube page and drop us a comment or a subscription over there um lucy if people have got other Mm. games that you know might be the last connect game that they want to tell you about to ever come out and they want to see you sort of you know having to move and grab all of these (laughs) organs or dogs heads or whatever it is that it might be in this new game how do they do that i'd say they're probably on mushrooms (laughs) oh absolutely because they're on them (laughs) yeah just to play a connect game you have to be um and it's juicy loose nine literally everywhere good Good. Uh, they'll tell you about the coming of Milo or whatever that fucking weird kid's name that was li- that lived inside Connect or whatever he was. Um, Who? Is that not his name? <laughs> Wasn't there a weird Connect like kid that never actually released? That might have just been your Connect Ben and nobody else's. <laughs> potentially, potentially. If you want to tell me that I'm wrong, I'm at Nova underscore forty seven or, or tell me there's definitely something. There's definitely some kind of tech demo. Which was like some weird kid called Milo that was for the Connect, and he probably was chatting to like Peter Molyneux or someone like that about you know life and games and shit. I don't, I don't know. Who knows these days? This would have been. He like, was the original NFT. <laughs> fucking hell. Uh, we're gonna have a big episode <laughs> next week where we talk about all Yay. of this shit as well. Um, yeah. But for this week, thank you for joining us. We appreciate you. We've been tanked up. Goodbye. Ciao. www.outoflives.net. <laughs>